This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by BlueChew.com, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code OP to try it for free. And now, let's go eat some squirrels. Wait, what? <laughs> it's as funny as it gets, though. Uh, and that's how we begin. I am at Mustache Brewery in Riverhead. I'm at uh, Matt and Laurie's Joint. I love this place. This is the second time I've been here, but it's a, it's a quaint little uh, brewery uh, way out east on Long Island. What's up, Matt? What's up, Opie? How are you? Oh, he's got the mellow voice. What's up, <laughs> Opie? How are you? And uh, we're here because uh, Chris Guy, uh, Chris Guy, uh, <laughs> Chris from Fish Guy Photos, we came here before we did the episode uh, with Emmy, the red-tailed hawk, and went and did some hunting, and and we met here, and then we ended up hanging after the podcast. And I said to Matt and Laurie and, and to you, we got to do something here. I've got the rabbit that we caught today. It's uh, wait, that's the actual rabbit. That's one of them. There's two rabbits in that pot, but yeah, there's one of them is the one you caught that okay. we caught. All right, uh, and then um, Emmy did some work since then, and she's caught a few squirrels. Yeah. So there's five squirrels in that other oh, pot. Like <laughs> well, give it to the homeless and let's go get a steak. <laughs> well, I, I have venison. Can also. you say that in this day and age? Oh my god! I tried rabbit growing up. Uh, I told you the story. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jimmy, my friend Jimmy, do, do you remember my uh, my brother Scott's here uh, too? I was going to introduce you next, but now I'm talking to Chris already. Do you remember my Hawaiian friend Jimmy with his hot mom that was the belly dancer? He was my first play date. And uh, mom, I have to say mom now because my brother's here. Mom dropped me off, and before she got back in the house, she had to go and get me because I was I was crying. <laughs> my first play date didn't go well. Jimmy's mom called up and said, "Your your your uh, your son is losing his mind. You got to come back and get him." But that's Jimmy, and his mom was a belly dancer uh, on on oh, twenty. Jimmy Horowitz. Yes. yes. Well, Very I didn't want to say the last name. Yes. <laughs> well, we're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. They're playing lacrosse with him. Oh, okay. Course, yeah. All right. Now yeah. it's coming back to you. And you remember yeah, his mom was yeah. really hot, and oh, she was yes. a belly dancer, oh, and yes. and she she did belly dancing. She did like a hula dancing. That, was it hula dancing? Yeah, the hula dancing. Oh yeah. I thought it was belly dancing because she's Hawaiian, and then it was just kind of awkward because we all knew that uh, Jimmy's mom was really hot and pretty much a stripper it was it was another way to to you know get away with stripping i think no yeah <laughs> <laughs> if i remember correctly uh <laughs> right wow <laughs> uh, i want to go back to matt for a second so what are we drinking here today at mustache brewery uh, i believe you have a glass of uh of late in the evening which is uh it's really amber nice ale. it's like a like a yeah an english kind of pub ale right it's, it's when you're hanging out in the pub you're knocking back you know a few beers it's easy drinking it's just uh yeah so uh you uh prepared the squirrel and the rabbit and some venison squirrel rabbit so it's it's beer braised rabbit with mustaches uh start to fall which is their october fest nice. i had one can left so use that okay the rabbit is a rabbit uh, rabbit soup yeah. rabbit soup and then i did a um bone in venison necros that was in a sous vide for 24 hours okay and then i finished it on a grill for like 20 minutes just to char the edges of it oh nice i just remembered why i brought up jimmy horowitz because so besides the belly dancing and all that her, uh, she would cook rabbit. It was the only other time I had rabbit. Yeah, it was rabbit. It was sort of like fish and chips, though. Is that possible? If you're drink, if you're eating fishy rabbit, 
go somewhere else. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it was like it was it's, like it's not frog legs. I can get away with frog legs. No, it was like, like fish. are fishy, but it was. You know. it, it looked like fish sticks, but it was rabbit. Is what I'm trying to say. Here. No, no, okay. No. All right. I think you got fish sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mom, mom was too busy <laughs> turning on older men on 25A. The Scott, you tried the the, the frog legs, right? Ba- back in the day. Oh, big time. Love them. Yeah. My dad used to order the the frog legs. What was that joint? That was another place on 25A. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, The Chalet or something like that? Oh, the Chalet. Yes, very good. Yeah, was it that? All right. Yeah, of course, from the Howard Johnson's back in the day. That's where we first started drinking. (laughs) Tommy Tucker Lounge. That's it. That's when it became. Wow. You remember that? Oh hell yeah! We were we were doing some underage <laughs> drinking at Howard Johnson's on twenty five another place on twenty five A, and uh, my friend Bob was the only one that was legal. Drinking age back then was eighteen. Man, am I uh, aging myself? And he would get pissed off at me because the only thing I had as far as fake ID goes was a library card that I just smudged my my birth date on. And then he got all annoyed because he was the only one that was legal. And he was getting mad at everyone. Like, look, man, in another few months, we'll all be legal. Relax. We're, we're just trying to survive and have a few underage drinks here. Right? I had a buddy who would make fake IDs for everyone back in the day before anyone else did it. Yeah. I, I don't want to say his name, but he was brilliant. Oh, really? Copy machines and colored pencils and everything else. It was Scott, awesome. we're, we're really old. It doesn't matter. You could say his name. John Lockery, buddy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just throw everyone under Another the bus. Another lacrosse buddy of mine. You're scared that he's going to get arrested all these years later. Statute limitations on that. Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. Do, do they even do that now? Like, what? Do kids get fake IDs? I don't with all know. The, with all the high-tech uh, you know, yeah. IDs and stuff, I wonder if they can even do that anymore. I would love to know what they're doing because every – Oh, I you got an- – I would know. answer that personally. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. Thank you. Wait, like but- my kids are committing felonies over there. <laughs> Wait, but what are they? I don't want to name the no country, names. but it's a large Asian country that's being decimated by a virus right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can get whatever ID you want from them. Chris and uh, my brother Scott are, are good friends, so um, you got to tell. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're both uh, marine biologists, right? That is correct. Sir. Yeah. Hey, do you still have the octopus over there that you showed me? Yeah, yeah, she's uh, un- she's getting up in age though. You know, they only live about a year and a half. I did not. Yeah, she's. she's you would think up my m- marine biologist brother would t- teach me some of this stuff. I, stupid me, I'm thinking a octopus. You know, lives a hundred years. It turns out they only live what a year and a half to three years, depending on the species. Yeah, anywhere from six months to three years. How insane is that, considering how intelligent they are? Wicked intelligent. They live longer. They take over the world. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are some people out there that think <laughs> they're, that they're aliens. I, I believe that yeah, type no, there, of shit. There's a, there's a thing out there. That, that I, think, I personally think it's right next to flat earthers. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, that uh, Well, Well, slow down, because I don't believe in the flat earth thing, but I believe that <laughs> octopus or octopi and cats are aliens. There you go. Both. Cats, huh? Fuck yeah, cats. <laughs> They're always judging you. What other animal judges you? Yeah. Give yeah. us some fun facts about octo- octopi. The male. I'll give you a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple in the same species, it's octopi. Right. Two, uh, more than one species is octopuses. Now back to you, Chris. That was your fun fact, though? That wasn't that fun. His penis, uh, his reproductive organ is located on his third arm, and it's at the very, very end. Yeah. And he uses that so he can slip her a sperm packet without getting eaten because she'll eat him if she gets too close. They're cannibalistic. They'll eat whoever they can catch. So he doesn't want to get too close. So it's just kind of slip. That's how they have to have sex? Yeah, quick slip of the... And that's it. That's it. Yeah, and they're on their way. And how long does that last? A second? Yeah, pretty quick. You got to get out of there. Otherwise, she'll eat them. He's quick and he gets the job he's, done he's with his quick. third arm. His third arm. The you can tell because he's got no He must no look ridiculous cups. with a penis on its third arm. No suction <laughs> No suction cups at the end of his third arm. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Female have suction cups at the end of every arm. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. And how smart are they? You know, they've learned to open jars, right. um, go through mazes. Uh, they've learned. They yeah. learn quite a bit. They're smart. They, they learn over time, repetitively. Right. So that's why I mean, if they live longer, they might just keep learning. So you're describing an 18 month old child. No, they born. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess opening jars. Wow, well, opening mazes. a jar is impressive. I know. I know we're all impressed by that, but in the end, it's like, okay, great. For an invertebrate, that's pretty cool. That's right? not bad. Yeah. Here's a car. Figure this out now. 
I think that's 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 cool. And the color change, and so, as you saw, I saw that blink of an eye, they're a different color. Yeah. Um, can squeeze through a hole the size of their eye, the width of their eye socket. So, wow, you know, pretty even a twenty pound octopus can get through some yeah. of a golf ball. I looked the videos online where you know they're trying to get their uh, their selfies with the octopus, and that thing just sucks onto their face and doesn't let go. They don't play. No, I, I heard a story from a old a former professor who uh, took some students to Jamaica, and um, they were playing with an octopus. I don't know the whole sto- the details, but a leg fell off of the octopus, and one of the guys thought he'd show off to some of the girls there and ate. The leg, right? Well, when it's still alive like that, it kind of sticks in your throat. The guy almost died. Wow! I'm trying to swallow this to, yeah, yeah, know, impress some girl that was there with yeah. him. Yeah. Now he's in a book. <laughs> <laughs> Immortalized forever. What not to do? I got another marine biologist uh, uh, question. The parrotfish. Is it true that's that's where the sand comes from on the beaches? That's right. I heard. I heard that you were talking about that. Uh, Not couple, bad, right? A couple podcasts ago. Yeah, yeah. They they chew up coral. Yeah. And sponges, and they grind it up, and whatever's non-digestible, they shit out. So, so that's yeah. our sand. Well, it, it's well, no, not every, not everywhere. It depends on where you are. So, like around here, it's just wave action. Right. So we don't have parrot. What do you mean waves? Just crushing, crushing things on rocks, grinding over and it down over again small for and small millions pieces. and millions of years. Even though there's people out there that think the Earth's only two thousand years yeah. old. Yeah, no, of course. How about you look around and figure out some of this stuff? Yeah. And then um, the beaches in Hawaii, it, it, lava. So it's a, so like some of the black beaches in Hawaii are just ground down lava flows. So right. it's the same thing, wave action. But right. some of your pink sand beaches tend to be fish shit. Yeah, coral. You know, as they as they grind up the coral, they spit out the the undigestible part, which is the skeleton, which is calcium and that kind of stuff. That's a lot of poop to make the beaches. A lot That's of pretty amazing. A lot of parrotfish. Parrot <laughs> and and I got to ask Scott before we try the rabbit and the. Uh oh. Me and Carl, when we were doing this podcast, I was telling some of the uh, the family stories, and oh, uh, he was begging. He's no longer with us, unfortunately, but uh, the audience in general, they're like, you got to get, start getting your brothers on to help with these family stories. Okay. What, we're telling the fun stories. <laughs> is that what's worrying <laughs> like, you? Like what story? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so many. We had, we had a crazy <laughs> upbringing. <laughs> well, t- I, I told the story of our fake sister, and I told the story that when people- Which one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but over the years, I, I, I don't tell people how many kids we had in our family because it was always changing. So I, I now say we, you know, I was one of seven, eight, nine, ten, depending. Right? Is yes. that the truth? Yes. Remember Karen? Yeah, she was one of our sisters yeah. at one point. Do you remember how she came about? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> her parents moved away and didn't want her. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting nervous. My brother's getting nervous. <laughs> you really don't... I don't know who's really out there listening right now. <laughs> oh, really? No, no. Uh, she just showed up one day. <laughs> it was uh, our older sister's best friend, best at, friend the time. at the time. Right. Uh, their par- uh, her father was getting married, remarried. Oh. You remember this? Uh, yeah, I think I know where you're leading to. And, and so to? the new wife basically said it's either uh, me right. or her. Uh, yes. And the father says it's you, you and tells the daughter, <laughs> beat it. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yes. You remember that, right? <laughs> I do. And then what makes it really strange, so then all of a sudden she started living with us and she was introduced to us very early on as our sister. sister. <laughs> Very early on, not my, not my sister's friend. This is your sister, Karen. Am I wrong? You are absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a sister overnight. <laughs> oh, I'm changing this podcast. She. Uh... I just want to make him squirm. <laughs> I don't know why these stories make him squirm. Why do they make you squirm? It's part of our... (laughs) And then, uh, you know, Karen acted out and, you know, she would smoke in a room and all sorts of stuff that would uh, not make my mom happy, right? Do you remember her initial in the cement? Yes. Yes. (laughs) See, I've talked about that too. So, yeah, so we, we... and and the cement all over the place that you know we had a we we we're we're, we're, we're no we know how to make cement we we 
we, we really know, know how there. to make cement. <laughs> we, we did it for years. We can, from age five. We could easily work <laughs> for the move that house. We could easily work for the mafia. <laughs> I, I'm telling you right now, we we could make cement <laughs> big time. But we're not a union, so we're a little nervous. <laughs> but so we had these cement pads around our house, and then we had cement stairs and pads that went to nowhere because it was my mom's w- uh, way of keeping us busy, and my dad was in on it. So we're mixing <laughs> cement 24 hours a day. Wow. I didn't know this part. Wow. Stupid <laughs> me. <laughs> You're the smart one of the family. My God. So we would build rock walls and, and stairways that just started going up in the woods, but there was no reason for that because there was nowhere to go in the woods. As in that, re- you, See, he's, yeah. he's nodding. No. This is so true. because – so then we had a, a, you know, a cornerstone basically, you know, sidewalk, whatever, and you know, we wanted to put our uh, initials in there for, for all you – know, for eternity basically or at least until someone else bought this stupid house. Mm-hmm. And uh, her her initial made it, even though she wasn't like officially, you know, uh, a sister. <laughs> but according to my mom, she was a sister. So put her name in the cement. But the joke going around was when she finally left or was kicked out. Yeah, they were going to go pry the uh, letter out of the cement. <laughs> That's not it. Knowing, I don't know how deep he wants to go. I, I go dark with this stuff. So I uh, realize how much stuff I repressed. <laughs> We've Holy talked about this because, like I said, we're one. I'm one of you know seven, eight, nine, or ten. Yeah. And uh, half of us have really good memories about our upbringing, and the other half don't want to know shit. <laughs> and he's in the yes, I don't want to know shit. He's in I don't want to know shit. I guarantee my mom tried to pry her initial out of this event. She just couldn't get the job done. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> You want to talk about the pictures wow. with our with our faces cut out, depending on, on what we did wrong. Oh. <laughs> my, my, mine was never cut out. I don't know about that. <laughs> he acted up the most. No, no, Could no. Did you my, redemption and go back in or no? No, if my mom had a problem with us, how she dealt with that was to go upstairs with scissors and cut your your head out of family photos. <laughs> <laughs> It was all normal to us. <laughs> we didn't know better. We thought every family <laughs> would do that. <laughs> it was her way of coping, you know. Oh, wow. Seven kids in uh, six years or whatever it was, right? Yeah, yeah. So, Chris, tell us about the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the day Karen left and said, fuck this shit? Uh, to no. finish that story? <laughs> So she there lasted, was a lot of anger, I remember. She lasted a while. And she had the same color hair as us, I guess. So that's why my mom figured she could <laughs> slip her right in. Slip her right in. <laughs> um, we had so many kids, we wouldn't notice if there was another one. <laughs> remember Chris Clark? Would just he, he was pretty much living in our house. Who else was living in our house? Do you remember? Uh, we had a couple of fresh air kids, apparently, that we... I've talked about kid, the fresh air kids, too. kidnapped them for a summer to help in the cement mines. <laughs> I talked about the Fresh Air Kids. That's a program that's long gone. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a very Catholic neighborhood in, in um, Centerport. And every family got a black kid for the summer. For real. And it was it was kind of cool. And remember we went to Camp uh, Alvernia? Alvernia. And Oops. Because it was it, it was swim day and, and everyone brought their, you know, their Fresh Air, uh, fresh air Fun kid there. For the do you remember this? Oh yes, keep going. <laughs> well, we were good people. <laughs> yes. No, continue on about <laughs> the fresh air kids and swim day. <laughs> That's a good story, right? We were we were helping people. There is there is nothing. That's all it is, really. But it, it seems very strange that uh, that program existed in the way it did. Because people kind of like to show off their kid. <laughs> yes, <it laughs> is yours athletic? Yes, yes. <laughs> you should see mine. He can jump. <laughs> it was weird. Anyway, so Karen finally had it with my mom. And I remember being in the kitchen. I don't know where you were. And she said goodbye to us. And basically said, I can't take this shit anymore. And our parents were gone. So as soon as my parents left, she knew it was her time to get the fuck out of there. And her boyfriend, I forgot his name, uh, showed up. I, I remember it was a white pickup truck. Oh. And uh, she loaded her stuff really quickly, gave us all a hug and a kiss, 
It's been fun. And she took off, and I personally have never seen her again. Hold on. You know what? I got to switch mics. Yeah, we're going to take a beer break. I got to switch mics. Uh, we're at Mustache Brewery. Uh, what kind of plug do you want to give, Matt? Uh, come visit us in the taste room. Come buy our beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come see us every other Thursday or, or our hard seltzer or anything else we have on tap. Um, I didn't know you're doing seltzers now. Yes, cool. we are. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. You want to try some? Yeah, we'll try some of the seltzers. Sure. All right, I got to change out a mic and do a thing or two, and we'll be back. Stay there. This is a perfect place to talk about your broken microphone. <laughs> I'm talking about Bluetooth. I, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to say from my broken microphone to your penis. But I do love the Bluetooth. Absolutely. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? <laughs> Like an animal. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Oh, wow! <laughs> I was trying to do cartoon eyes for you, even though you can't see it, you know, where the eyes pop out of your head. All right. Anyway, if you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. And Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy, and best of all, there's no more awkwardness. All right, this is what you got to do. We got a special deal for you. Visit bluechew.com. That's B L U E chew.com. Bluechew.com. And get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code OP, O P I E. Just pay the $5 shipping. All right? Again, that's bluechew.com. Promo code OP. Spell it right. B L U E chew.com. Bluechew.com. Promo code OP to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Opie Radio. (laughs) (laughs) My brother's uh, coming out of the bathroom. All right, we got it all figured out. We're uh, here at Mustache Brewery in in Riverhead. Matt and Lori were kind enough to have us for this uh, episode of the podcast with uh, Fish Guy Photos, Chris from Instagram, and my brother Scott showed up, and uh, I'm loving him squirming a little bit as we... uh, Go down memory lane, Scott. <laughs> this is your life. <laughs> God damn it, another intervention. <laughs> do, you, do you remember, and, and we're also going to be uh, serving some of this uh, food. I'm, I'm stalling because I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle the squirrel, to be honest with you. Um, but it's it, delicious. But it does smell like chicken soup. It, it smells really good. So one thing about squirrel, it's the other, other, other yeah. white meat. Yeah. Which I got in a lot of trouble after our last podcast. So Why? I said, because when we talked about this, I said, you know, the squirrel soup tastes like turkey soup. And my mom doesn't even know the difference all these years later. Well, mom listened to the podcast. So I you were serving her squirrel without telling her? Yeah. That's so, beautiful. Mom, that's cold, dude, that's real cold. <laughs> that's beautiful. Mom, mom, but now she's mad at me because I serve her squirrel soup telling her it's turkey soup. But now. she didn't know the difference. Uh, no, but now she does. Yeah. There's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> now, now there's a bit of a problem. I got one more story I got to ask my brother. Bring it on. <laughs> This is a safe space here. Okay. okay. <laughs> so not only were we bringing kids into our house that had uh, shitty homes, and I, that confused me because I hit the car. I hit the car. Home. I, I hit the car home was too stable. So I'm like, why are you guys coming to our place? Yes. We should be going to your house. But do you remember uh, Terry's boyfriend in the attic? The ghost. Well, we we th- be, we'd hear things. Well, we thought our house was haunted, and my my sister wouldn't let us in on the fact that the house isn't haunted. It's her boyfriend that's living we'll upstairs because. Because he got kicked out of his house. So we'd hear all these noises in the attic, and we'd be freaking out, going to my dad, what is that? And he'd be like, ah, the house is old. It's, it's creaky. It's, it's a creaky house. But we're like, no, that sounds like footsteps up there. And Terry's like, humming a humming a humming to make him believe, you know, none of this is happening. And she would sneak uh, meals up to him, remember? Yes, she always took food up to her room to eat, supposedly. Yeah. And, and to get to our attic, uh, which is weird, the house we lived in, there was actually a door on the outside of our house that led up to the attic. 
So she could go smooth and just go outside real fast and then go up into the attic, right? Yeah, until Dad built a door in the bathroom that led to the attic. Yeah, I remember that. that. <laughs> Why would? Well, that's, well, that's really for useful. Him, at least. <laughs> well, Dad was always. So when we're taking a bath, we're gonna get. <laughs> Dad was railed over. by the ghost coming down from the attic. <laughs> <laughs> Little kid is in the bathtub looking at that ominous door going, oh, not today. <laughs> we were s- so scared. And my sister could have, like, you know, helped us out a little bit. And that last, uh, do you remember how that ended? I don't I don't remember how that one ended, to be honest I, with I, you. I don't. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure anyway. once I start therapy, I'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll come out. <laughs> but you would sneak up there and, you know. It's, it's our sister, so and then you mom can and imagine. Dad would, they'd say the words that we would all dread. Oh, could you get this blah, blah out of the attic? <laughs> <laughs> Go up into the attic steps. And we had the classic scary attic yes. that would that you would we could have absolutely rented it out for uh, horror movies. Absolutely. Yep. And it had old shit in it that had nothing to do with us, basically, but it was still there, right? Yeah, and it had the stupid light not right at the top of the stairs like it's supposed to. It was across the other side. With a little pull string. the end of the... (laughs) Run the gauntlet (laughs) of demons and ghosts to get to the little string to turn the lights on. (laughs) That I forgot about. You're you're right. You're absolutely right. (laughs) Ah, memories. (laughs) What about all the tenants we used to have? Do you remember the tenants? Yes, all these. Which ones do you remember? people that would be living in her. Well, my dad house. believed in people, you yes, know. Yes. So, which was not a bad quality. And no. he would he would be in the local bar. He wasn't a big drinker, but he wanted to get the fuck out of the house, so he would go and get a beer. <laughs> and next thing you know, he would he would bring home Vietnam vets and whatnot because they needed a home to to call their own. And remember the guy that was the alcoholic that uh, refed our our basketball games. Oh yeah. <laughs> And as kids, you'd get excited about your sport, and a lot of games were canceled because the referee was too drunk to ref the game. You remember this, right? Yes. I'm trying to remember Jim, I think was his name. No. uh, I don't remember his name, but we had tenants that uh, one OD'd in the woods that uh, helped me out. I think, uh, who found that one? I think uh, Quinn or Brett. Because a lot of the tenants happened after me and you left the house. Yes, we were Because we were the first ones out. My sister was first, then me, then Scott. So as the rooms were empty and my mom's like, I got a good idea. Let's get the rooms filled. Right? Yes. And then my poor brothers who are, you know, six years younger than me, five years younger than Scott, they would have brand new bikes for Christmas and stuff that would be stolen by the tenants so they could, uh, so they could buy drugs. Yep. So they were taking anything they could around the house and selling it to get drugs. And my mom, uh, famously, she would have all those uh, Schwarzkis crystals. No, the, no, I'm talking about the 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 spoons. The the oh, the, the collectible spoons. Collectible spoons. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, those little. You, and, go, look, uh, you do them? Really? Who collects spoons and why? It was a thing. It was it was a thing back then. It was a thing, and then you yeah. hang them up yeah. on a, you uh, drive the states. You pick up a spoon. Yeah. 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 Um, this is a story that's uh, best told by my younger siblings because we were out of the house and, and they had to live among the tenants that were all drug addicts, basically. <laughs> yeah, and my and my my mom, like, she's going through the spoons in the dishwasher trying to figure out why they all had uh, burned brown marks on them. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yes, they were cooking up shit in our, our childhood bedrooms. <laughs> I remember going back. Um, I, I remember going back into my room after the fact, and there was just burn marks on the rug and everything. Oh yeah, man! Right? Oh, yep, yep. Yeah. And you remember the story of the last tenant, and then we'll move on to to uh, fish guy photos and the train. Yes, it was the train. Please tell the story. <laughs> Because people don't believe when I tell this stuff on the podcast. Uh, that was the way at grad school. I don't remember much about it. No, 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 no. It was my... literally on the other side of the world. No, that's not true. You tell it. So the last tenant, my, you know, uh, sadly, my dad died in front of our house in a in a car accident. But my mom still stayed in the house with her last tenant, holding on to the glory days and and actually holding on to paying a bill or two, and. Uh, she gets a knock at the door from the from the Suffolk County Police Department. They're at the door, and they're like, "Do you know blah blah?" Yes. Turns out the guy. It, this isn't a funny story. This is just going to make everyone uncomfortable. Oh no, we're all laughing here. <laughs> 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 
tragedy and comedy are very close to each other, boys and girls. And uh, he was a great guy, to be honest with you. But he he took his own life. He he drove to Greenlawn and put his car on the tracks. And so I think he left a note in the car or something where he lived. And that's why the police came over. And then they went up into uh, the room he was renting from my uh, mom now because my dad's not no longer around. And uh, there was a, a suicide note. And that was the end of the tenants. Oh my that God. was fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so tell us about the deer now. Tell us why you're called chicken. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the deer ended much easier, <laughs> much more peaceful. <laughs> uh, you wanted to ask my brother something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've listened to the podcast quite a bit, actually. And uh, one story Carl always laughed about and brought up a lot yeah. was about the twins almost drowning. Yes. You remember the, the twins almost drowning. I think you might have... Up, up, and, uh, up, up on one of our upstate trips. Yes, I actually do remember <laughs> Oh, this. we actually had trips? It Explain our family trips, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Explain the, the, the other haunted house we went to that my dad described oh, as the, 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 the greatest campsite you'll ever <laughs> see in your life. Cabin my, in the woods is where we stayed. Oh my my, God, my I gotta stop. <laughs> why is his father or something? He's getting real uncomfortable. I had all these lovely childhood so memories. <laughs> but see, now we're making it fun, and now you'll sleep better at night. No, we did a lot of drive-by um, tourist stuff. And yeah. so I think we it were was on- drive by because we couldn't afford to stop and go in <laughs> and do all the fun stuff that other families were. <laughs> but I think the twins almost drowned going up to the crazy lunatic house. Uh, it probably it was one of those trips. All right, but so you're going upstate. Yeah. So we're going upstate because my sister inherited a, a, a huge house with cabins, you know, uh, way up in the mountains with a, a pool, and it had all the accessories like tennis courts and stuff like that. I guess. So we were all excited. My dad's like. Boy, do I got a trip for you guys. And we were all at that age where, you know, to explore and run around in the mountains and jump in a pool and play tennis. And he said we could all have our own cabin when we get there. You remember all this? Yep. Okay. And we're so excited. We're so excited, right? Uh. <laughs> and, uh, and on the way up, we stopped at the side of the road. It was a it was a river with very slippery rocks. I remember this. I, I okay. remember pretty vividly. Actually. Carl used to love this story, and uh, my parents pretty much handed out bologna sandwiches. Probably right. If we were lucky that day, yes. <laughs> <laughs> handed out the sandwiches, and basically, my dad was always all about go have go fun on. and explore. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom wasn't too sure about that. That was that was her good quality. Like, let's slow down, Fred, a little bit. Uh, but we all wandered off, even though some of us were like five or six. I I think I was the oldest at maybe twelve. Well, I'm not. Yeah, Terry was on Terry, the trip. Terry was, yeah, she, yeah, so she, Terry was on the trip. She was about seventeen, eighteen. I was twelve, and then it goes down from there. So five and six year olds were exploring on slippery rocks, were on on a river with their bologna sandwiches. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I don't remember. Do you remember the actual details? Somebody screamed like. I I, I really do. (laughs) (laughs) You really do. This one you remember. This one I do remember. It was actually called Moose Cave was. uh, Holy crap. The area. Okay. And they had, you know, you pull over the side of the road type thing. Vistas and little hike. Yeah. Big table near the. Gently, uh, gentle, bubbling streams, and we're all sitting there as a family, and then we start wandering away. Yeah. And apparently, I was a pain in the ass. It would always <laughs> really sneak away. Scott was always and the explorer. I went explorer. up river, and there was this waterfall, uh, I don't know, 10 feet, but it was probably a lot smaller. Yeah. And I climbed up the side of the waterfall <laughs> to where the stream was. And, and Brett and Quinn, uh, you know, always followed us around, you know, yeah. <laughs> because they were yeah. four or five years old. Maybe five or six tops. Yes. Tops. And mom and dad are like, sure, go ahead. Yeah. Mom wouldn't let us go into the woods because the maniac would kill us. Oh, right. <laughs> but when it comes to water play, sure, kids, go ahead. Right. <laughs> and uh, I, I waded out into the stream looking for things, turning over rocks and stuff like that. And. Brett and Quinn were on the shore, and they slowly followed into the river. Yeah, and Quinn got swept away. (laughs) (laughs) And towards the waterfall, it was it was like holy shit! My little brother's floating away (laughs) to where the waterfall is. 
So apparently I went and got him and pulled him out of the water, and, and it was fine. Brett, Brett never got swept away, though. From it was, I, I was trying to remember yeah. if it was Quinn or Brett. Yeah. It was Quinn then, okay. It was, yeah. Yeah, but that, I remember being horrified <laughs> by that, right? Yes. So then we get up to the, uh, the house, and we pull up to this house that's supposed to be like a dream vacation out of a movie, and immediately everything's overgrown. The pool, like I said, is like from uh, uh, the vacation movie where it's all brown water, half full, and all sorts of stuff just growing in there. And the cabins were unkept, right? Or for years or and years. Right. And those screens that were all busted and the grass was four feet high around. Yeah, them. no one lived in this place the for a long time. It was horrible. And then we found out why. You, <laughs> I... I was. You got into the house. I wasn't allowed to. Yeah, I guess I was old enough old to enough. be able to handle yes. this horror show, <laughs> right? Yes. I, I made the cut that I was old enough <laughs> to go into the. And you weren't allowed. Yeah, I was not. Oh, that's so interesting. Come I was on. only. I was only twelve. <laughs> I know. So we go in the house, and it's like it was like a, a hoarder lived there, and it was it was disgusting to say the least. And all of a sudden, we uh, we make our way into the bedroom. And there's paneling all over the bedroom walls, and you can see where the bed used to be because that's the only part of the rug that's still kind of clean, mm. right? Story goes, the guy was smoking in bed, and uh, you know the whole house went up on up in flames, and that's how he died, and that's how my sister inherited the place. And my dad was still not phased. He's still yeah. thinking we can make something of this, right? <laughs> yes. So then he, he shows us the individual cabins that were about 15, 20 feet apart from each other. And he's like, okay, everyone pick everyone a cabin pick for the a, night. We all huddled in one. <laughs> <laughs> we all picked the same one as the little kids. You know what's so funny about that? Scott was always much braver than all of us. But even you, you're like, oh, f-. so there was like seven of us in one room. And my dad's like, what are you doing? And the spi- remember the spider webs? Everywhere. And, Black and, flies. Great. Oh, go on. And the, uh, the beds weren't made for uh, who knows. I mean, they were perfectly made, but no one was in those uh, cabins for years. So they were incredibly, um, you know. It was so bizarre. It was disgusting. And then my yeah. mom, God bless her, you know, she was she had her issues, but she also snapped uh, back into reality <laughs> just in time. And she's like, "We ain't staying Stay here." here. <laughs> <laughs> and then the story goes: Do you remember we went into town to a bed and breakfast? I do not. And do you remember that uh, uh, there was only one movie playing in town? I do not. And it was one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> For real. You weren't expecting so, let's, this today. Let's, let's hear about the rabbit now. Did <laughs> <laughs> you cook it? Oh, these are. This, this really is, is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> is a team of therapists about to come in now? <laughs> oh, I love it. This is this is literally touching the surface. Yep. But it made us who we are today, Scott, right? It really did. But the only thing we didn't do was, kids, was eat squirrel. So let's hear a little bit about that. <laughs> oh, can I tell one more story? I'm so excited. <laughs> no, it's another story told on the podcast to get your perspective. Okay. Do, you remember the, do you remember the time we got the shit beat out of us from uh, that dude? The, which, which time? <laughs> no, throwing the snowballs. and the guys, Oh, the car. And yes. we were too scared to tell our parents because they would be like, why did you get beat up? And we are like, well, we were throwing snowballs, snowballs at the car. Cars. And then we would have got another beating. So we had to go in the house all bruised up badly because this guy beat the shit out of us. You remember this? Yeah. I didn't get the shit beat out of me. <laughs> I ran faster than you. <laughs> No, it was it was really dark. Snow was coming down, and uh, it was still. We were timing it perfectly to throw him over the yeah to bushes in the back onto twenty five A, which is not a you know highly populated road to be kidding. Yeah, <laughs> to visualize, we had like a ten foot platform behind our basketball hoop. And then a giant driveway below, and then the house to our left. You could see the cars. Oh no, you could see the cars going past us to the left, and now they're disappearing behind the house, and then appearing on the other side of the house. So we would time the snowballs over our house, and we would get so excited when we hit hit one. And yep, we're sitting yep. there like every time we hit a car, we're like yeah, yeah well, let's have you, it so much you'd fun. See the brake lights, the right. red lights. That was like a <laughs> yeah. almost a pinball machine. You you scored, <laughs> and you see the red brake lights come on. Like yes, got one. <laughs> And they would, uh, yeah, the car would stop immediately because they're trying to figure out, and they're <laughs> pissed the off, that? right? Yep. And like, ah, they can't find us. No one's going to find us. We're, we had a good <laughs> spot. We had a good spot. Next thing you know, we're throwing snowballs. I, I, 
I, I, whatever. I bend down to get a snowball or whatever, and all of a sudden I look up, and here's a guy hauling ass. He 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 parked his car way down, a couple houses down, and the houses were spread out, you know, and went in the woods way down the road and came up behind us. And I remember getting tackled and hit pretty hard, really hard. And you didn't get you, hit. You, no, you, you did get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> and then I was too scared to tell my parents because yes. they, they would have beat the – I do remember me running uh, uh, diversions to mom and dad. Hey, mom and dad, I see you like sneaking in the house because you couldn't explain why you had the piss beat out of uh, you. I did that for you a few times. When Scott first discovered drinking, uh, we went to his – well, I'll be careful about this one. Uh Anyway, he was at his friend's house getting fucked up, and then me and my mom. Oh, can I do shout-outs? <laughs> <laughs> Andy Wirtz. Andy's a good guy, man. Yes. I liked Andy a lot, so he was at Andy's house. Shout-outs. Uh, wow, I got to hear your perspective on this one. <laughs> I remember not. My, my mom goes, we got to pick up Scott. You know, it was 6, 7 o'clock, dinner time, whatever. They went there after school, I believe. And I go to, I go to Andy's house to pick up Scott. It's normal. We've done this a hundred times but now the difference is we're getting older and now we want to kind of you know do some exploration with uh alcohol and whatnot and i uh i i knock on the door i, I guess the mom let me in oh they're in the back or whatever and i go to his room and you are gone so i have to go uh i have to make an excuse i'm just a kid i'm like ah, mom, uh, uh, he's gonna have dinner at andy's house <laughs> Uh, he says, come back in an hour. And, my, and mom is like, you sure? Like, yeah, yeah. He said he's fine, you know. So we go home, and now my mom can't get a hold of him, calling the house. I mean, he's wasted. Long story short, she goes out to, to go get him, and he's drunkenly, sorry, but you are drunkenly uh, walking down 25A. He walked home in that state. You remember that? I do. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I got grounded so badly. Well, it, it's almost up, actually. <laughs> I have another year, I think, <laughs> until I'm 55. Oh, my God. But the panic going, my perspective, going and tell my mom, because I'm trying to cover for him. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I hope this works. And then, you know, he just ran out of time because he couldn't sober up in, in time and then, you know, decided to walk home, but got caught on 25A. Uh, we're at Mustache Brewery. for dinner. <laughs> You were just here for dinner. I was here for dinner and beers. That's how we lured you in. Yeah. And then I was always, then he wanted to run away, and I would have to chase him into the woods and go, we have nowhere to go. We got to go back. I'm sorry, but we're 14 years old. We got to go back. Where are you going? I, I would, he would run out of the house. I would chase him up to the, the top of the hill, and we'd sit there and have some moments, some good times, actually. Sure, sure. And I'm like, where are you, where are you running to? We can't, we can't leave. We just got to. a statement, Greg. We just got to make it. <laughs> we just got to make it to 18. <laughs> there was good stuff, too, but that stuff's boring. Chris from. <sighs> From uh, Fish Guy Photos on Instagram. So when we were uh, doing the podcast with Emmy, the red-tailed hawk, you were talking about how you eat the stuff she catches. Yeah, I mean that's a big, that's a real big part of falcon. Actually, that's why falconry started was to yeah catch food f to feed your family. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't do it just as a novelty. I mean, we we eat, in my house we eat squirrel, rabbit. Oh, we we're gonna talk about your chickens. I'll put a link in the description of this episode, but your chicken videos are great. <laughs> so Chris is one of these guys that, that has chickens as pets. I babysat a couple chickens. A friend of ours was in between moving and whatnot. She goes, hey, can you watch my chickens? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I have a big yard, and we'll throw them in the backyard, and they poop out eggs, you know, so I get some eggs out of it. you know. Yeah. But um, after a couple of weeks, we had no ticks. So I was like, wow, that, that's a pretty cool side effect that I'm getting, you know, uh, and I'm getting eggs. So, all right, you know, so the following year I bought my own chickens and I had uh, installed an automated door that automated, like, automatically opened when the sun came up. And I took a video and I was like, hey, go eat those ticks, girls, as they were coming out one by one. And News 12 showed up, NBC Radio showed up, CBS Radio showed up. They all showed up at my house to interview me for my chickens. Now, I do all sorts of cool fish stuff. You know, I'm, I work hard. And then I go to the deli that morning with my wife. And the girl behind the counter is like, hey, aren't you the chicken guy? And I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm all the, I tag white sharks. I do all this other cool stuff. <laughs> right. I am known locally as the chicken guy. So as you notice, the beer glass I'm drinking. I see that. says chicken guy. Yeah. 
And that's kind of a little bit of a dig at me, I guess, from my friends here at Mustache because... Oh, uh, it's not a little bit of a dig. It's, it's a an big. actual dig. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's a big dig. They, they like giving me a hard you time. You bitched but and moaned that you didn't have your special personalized glass here, so you got one. So I don't want to I don't know if I it. bitched and moaned. I might have oh, said no. something. No, 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 no. Yeah. Some comments were made. <laughs> comments were made yeah. on multiple <laughs> occasions. So, so you got to... But it's, but it's more importantly that the font is one of my favorite fonts. Yeah. And oh, if God. there's any like graphic design people listening right now, they're probably going to not like me anymore so please don't not follow me but Just it's a uh, papyrus i think it's a pretty cool font no. i mean come on that's no all. it is literally the second worst font after comic sans oh <laughs> yeah see so i got you made fun of so i, I have my comic sans chris is, a, <laughs> is that like going to tarjay where you just want to feel right. really good about yourself <laughs> We were also talking about tequila. Oh, yeah. So one, so one of the things we do here at Mustache, uh, I host with Mustache a nature series, nature lecture series. So every other Thursday nature night. Nature talks. It's less nature luxury. Talks. It's more yeah, fun. Yeah, it's more Don't fun. Don't make it sound like schoolwork. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's more fun. It's, it's, it's a cool lecture with, with this beer. The beer is flowing. Uh, we get local food trucks, and we talk about different topics. And one of the topics that we had recently that was probably one of the, the hottest topics we had was bat-friendly tequila. Which this has become like my passion project. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, so it's it's a thing. Like so, like Jose Cuervo is not bat friendly tequila, but we then, should probably explain like what. Bat yeah, so so what happens is that there's a, a push to get local farmers to leave 10 percent of their agave to go to flower. Is that five percent? Oh, it's five percent. I'm yeah, sorry, five percent. Because what happens is a lot of these bats feed on nectar, and if the farmers and they cut the agave before it flowers, so if they cut all this agave, plus they're cutting down natural forest. There's no food for the bats. So they work out this deal with the bats, the bat, the farmers that, hey, leave 5%. That's enough for the bats to feed. And we'll put a special label on your bottle of tequila saying that you're bat friendly. So it's an environmental thing. And that makes people buy it, you think? It's a, mean, you know, it's a big I've push. I've actually switched all my tequila now. I only buy bat friendly oh, okay. tequila. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Have you, you know, looked into the free range chickens and all? We have. We have that out here, actually. Do you believe in it? I mean, we have. It's kind of a scam. Is it though? Yes, because all they have to do is put a door. Scott probably knows this oh, stuff. Well, I guess like on a more th- commercial th- scale, th- there could be thousands of chickens I- I- inside, and as long as they have a little door on one end, so they could go outside and get some air, they're free-range chickens. But the fact yeah, is, it's okay. almost impossible for these chickens to get to that door. <laughs> I mean, but I that's... think on that like bigger commercial oh, scale, that's completely different. I mean, we have there's Browder's birds out here in Matatuck and. And that's the thing, just knowing your knowing where they're coming right. from. Is yeah. Important. Like you locally know, on the North Fork, especially. We have so many places to get Yeah, there. there's a ton of yeah. places where it's it's a legit, like, no, fair enough. Because yeah. Yeah. we are out east where they do do things a little differently. But no, you're but, right. It's a lot of times it's just a label. If you look at a lot of meat, it's like no antibiotics, asterisk. And then you look at the asterisk, and it's like, we can't actually use antibiotics anyway. So, <laughs> but no antibiotics. I'm like, well, what a crap that is. Like, have you tried the fake meat? I'm kind of really weirded out by that beyond meat. Like it bleeds. I'm kind of. It bleeds because they put beets in it. It's beets, but I don't know. I'm also kind of in the camp of like, I get like, you don't want to eat meat because of whatever reason. Like I have no problem with that. I've been Uh, dialing down my meat, but I also feel like if you're going to cut down on meat for environmental reasons and you're going to start getting stuff that's like mass produced and shipped, I'm like, Where's the balance of the impact right. on that? You know, I I just had uh, we had a dinner I'm in Southampton, so weird. Out Southampton a couple nights ago, and it was the third time I've had one. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it. I would, you can't tell. I mean, if what you go you to have? a butcher, you have a burger? yeah, if you go to a butcher and get really good chopped meat, of course mm-hmm. you can tell. But the sure. run of the mill, you know. Uh, right. Sorry, but I'll say it. Uh, I'd rather eat Beyond Meat than uh, a Bubba burger. And if I put both in front of you, you would sure. almost not be able to tell the difference. I'm telling but you. But then you got to wonder what chemicals they're putting in. Well, that's what that's, Carl brought up because Carl well, used that, to get mad at me when I talked about this because he was a meat eater. I'm like, but Carl, I'm telling you, it's pretty damn close that you can't really tell the difference. But unfortunately, I, I do have to be honest, on the way home, the aftertaste is sort of like dog food. Also, are you like pooping red for days if it's No, nah, nothing. Because, I mean, that's goes, a thing. Go, goes like, down nice, comes out easy. <laughs> Full of fiber, but, right? But there is an aftertaste that you because because they said it's very similar to uh, some of the uh, the dog foods. Yeah, I, I think even like with the chi- going back to the chicken stuff, knowing where your meat comes from. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, yeah I like for example, huge, the stuff in those crock pots was hawk caught 
that's organic as it gets, yeah. you know. And uh, and let's face it, squirrels are sustainable. There's no shortage of yeah. squirrels. Yeah. You know? So I think, but even locally, beef, and lean you know, as beef hell too. And it's lean, you know. But even locally, beef and pork and whatnot. If you go to a local farmer who's growing them the right way, and uh, yeah. I've heard some of your podcasts where they, one of the the pig guy down south, he names the pig. Why is yeah. he named the pig? Because out of respect. Yeah. You know, respecting your food. I think that's a big part of. But as soon as you name it, that's that's gotta be tough. To oh, I, I and totally now you butcher the thing. I don't name. I don't eat pets for that reason. Right, but. right. I mean, you want to tell them what your chickens' names are because oh, your chickens do geez. have names. But no, no, I love Lori. Damn it! You're my new favorite person no. here. Must yeah, yeah, so, so, in Riverhead. This is so good, and you'll get it when he says so it. So I have Marsala, Parm, <laughs> <laughs> soup. I had salad, but she got eaten by a wild hawk. Wow. Uh, and then I adopted General Sal. It's kind of like you with the sisters and family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I adopted General Sal because her friend Nugget got eaten by a hawk. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you know, so I kind of have named them. Right. After, mainly because in my head was it was thought was like, all right, name them after food. So if they don't do their job of eating the ticks, yeah. they turn now, them into their food. Now, is it like a Perfect. policy? Like if General Sow starts sucking at her job, no, I love, that's what she I gets love me into. Girls. I know. She's my favorite. I actually. love my chickens. I post pictures of them all the time. It's, uh, it's you know, I don't eat pets. So, you know, but yeah, but, you know, but, but naming, it's a respect thing. You know, Are they really like, smart? You saw my agility I video. Say, did I did see the agility, agility? video. I mean, no, video. They, it's it's in the description of this episode. They weave, you can click on that. They do the jumps. They go through the tire. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty, pretty impressive. They're, they're pretty smart, yeah. you know. I've been delaying and and killing my brother because I I'm scared to eat this, but I think it's time. I think to, we need to just I, do it. Just all right, let's rip go. It off. Let's fine, let, let's like, get some. Yeah, uh, let's get some food. So once again, what are we eating? The, so we've got beer braised rabbit with mustaches ready to fall, which is their Oktoberfest. Start to fall. So I'm sorry. Start to fall. That's this is what happens when I drink a few beers. But you start to two. fall. Well, the one Maybe I'm drinking three. now is high in alcohol. No, so. that's actually very low. Shh. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> All right. Anyway, no... moving on. So the next, the next, the next thing no I've grace got. Period here. That beer comes with a skirt. <laughs> Listen. Nice. <laughs> um, and the next thing is squirrel soup. And, oh, and by the way, the rabbit. One of those two rabbits in the pot was the rabbit we caught on our, our podcast when okay. we went hawking. Good. Uh, and then the other one has five squirrels that Emmy caught that I've turned into soup. And then I have a. Uh, Neck roast of a, a venison neck roast bone in that I got that I harvested that um, I cooked in the sous vide for 24 hours and then finished on a grill. It's got a dry rub. Ooh, fancy! It's it's quite fancy. I, I like it. Quite fancy. Really Actually, I, I make that because I wanted to make sure you you right. enjoy. It. But I don't. I think you're gonna really enjoy. All right, this yeah. Let's uh, let's get some of that going, man. Scott, do you remember the the, the wildest thing we I ate do as not. kids? <laughs> Oh, there was a couple. The shark. <laughs> I was going shark. We almost got poisoned. You you can't eat shark unless it's mako. And right, we. Uh, one of my uncles uh, went fishing, came back with the. Well, come on, come on. Uh, it's not quite true. It's got to be prepared properly. But they pee through their skin. So we ate skin, improperly right? prepared shark. <laughs> Even the dog wouldn't eat it. Remember? It was the dog wouldn't eat it. We buried it in the backyard. <laughs> The dog or the... <laughs> and it stunk like hell forever. Do you remember finding our dogs frozen? And no, then... I don't remember any more of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll get some food. Yeah, let's do that. Right. And here it is. Yeah, that's you've got... It's, I like it does... the potato and the carrot. I could eat that. You know, rabbit then, goes well with ground, you know, carrots. And then I know. got, uh, I got what looks like a chicken soup. This, this looks like amazing chicken soup, but uh, instead of chicken, it's uh, squirrel. All right, what do you want me to try first? That is the. Uh, what are you eating right now? Huh? You're, you're eating rabbit right now. <laughs> what am I eating right now? <laughs> you like it, Scott? So yeah. So what you got there, Opie, is, is the rab- is the rabbit. All right, I'm gonna try the rabbit. Yeah. I've- that's good. So the rabbit's beer braised with the mustache yeah. beer. It's got some potatoes and carrots and slow cooker for like five or six hours today, you know. It's brutal to cook the rabbit with carrots. <laughs> like, okay, go well together. Bugs always had a carrot in his hand, right? You know? You're the cruelest here. Make him feel People comfortable. People thought I was, but I, I, you're sneaky. That's good. That tastes like, like turkey, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's, you know, I think most people when it comes to eating food, meat or whatever, it's always, you know, oh, it, got, it can only eat hamburger or pork chop. It's got to be something that came in a package of styrofoam. You know, right. they, often people forget where the meat actually came from. How far back do you go with the show? 
Do you go back to the O and A days? I listened to it quite a bit when I was when I was definitely younger. Yeah, yeah. You ever hear the episode? Uh, the episode. There are episodes uh, as far as podcasting goes, but the time we cooked rat. Oh my god! I mean, meat's meat, right? Uh, well. I, I I would only be concerned what it was eating. So like people ask me all the time when Emmy catches like a possum, yeah. will you eat the possum? Yeah, I'm not eating a possum from here because it's probably been eaten in someone's garbage. If I was in the backwoods of Montana or something, have you tried possum? I haven't, but I okay. haven't had an opportunity where the possum I felt was not digging through someone's garbage can. So we got this uh, you know silly idea to cook up rad on our NEW show way back in the day, and um, this French chef. Goes, I'll cook up some rat for you. And he comes in and he had the ho 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 accent. You know? And then there was another guy who's like, blue collar dude from Brooklyn, I'll cook up some rat for you too. And he comes in. So that's the bit, obviously. You got a French chef and some asshole, basically. And uh, I can't believe we got away with this, but we had live rats that we just plunked down in front of both guys and they had to prepare the rats. So they had to start by killing it. And the French chef, one one hit, and this thing's done. (coughs) The other guy was struggling with this thing, and we're all horrified. He can't even kill it properly, right? Uh, Long story short, the French chef uh, cooked up a traditional, I forgot the exact name, French dish with the rat, with the the brown sauce and the vegetables, and uh, everyone really enjoyed it. And we invited listeners in, and they actually went back for seconds to have more of the rat. The other, but they had to try the other guy's dish too, who didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I don't remember exactly how he prepared it, but I remember people were throwing up. I mean, but like like everything. I mean, Carl used to talk about this too. Like anything, if it's not cooked, you can have prime rib. If it's cooked like crap, it's going to taste like crap. Yeah. you know. So yeah. uh, I think that's a problem with a lot of the game. Like a wild game is people like with venison, for example, they want well done. You can't cook with venison well done. There's no fat. It's 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 dry. So if you cook it well done, it dries out and it tastes like crap. Yeah. What does everyone think? The rabbit's good. A little, little on the dry side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> well, I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> I'm getting nutty, earthy undertones on mine. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely not a farm rabbit. This is. Uh, this was that you know wild, a wild less rabbit. fat. You know, like you buy a rabbit from like a like a a market, like a local market. It's going to be like eating chicken. It's going to be greasy and fatty and. I'm slamming the beer here at Mustache Brewery to get this rabbit down. <laughs> Again, it was, and it was bathed in mustache beer, it, too. So you know, Honestly, it's, it's really, really good, Chris. All right, what are we trying next? Well, so we should go for the you – know, we were just talking about rats because most of the time people call squirrels flying rats or tree rats. So we might as well go for the squirrel soup because I think that's you know the, the right. kicker here. And like I said, I got in a lot of trouble for uh, this <laughs> yeah, last yeah. podcast because now mom knows that my turkey soup is not turkey. <laughs> She never asked where the rest of the turkey was. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going he's for playing with this, this bowl. No, I'm trying, to get a big, I'm trying to get a big chunk of the squirrel yeah. and the, the nice noodles and some carrot, right? Yeah, so it's a basic, you know, chicken or turkey soup. I'm really trying to get a lot of noodles on the I spoon. see that. I, I'm watching him. He's like digging and digging and digging. Yeah. Right, here we go. First time squirrel. And if I told you that was it wasn't squirrel, you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, obviously the bit would be I'd be I would be like that's disgusting. Run in the corner and puke. Please don't. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Lori goes, please don't. That's really good. Yeah, like I said, it's just the other 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 white meat. Yeah. No, I would swear yeah. I'm eating chicken soup. Yeah, that's like I said. So it really There's all, no difference. All I did was boil them to get the meat off. Um, then I added some celery, carrots, a couple chicken bouillon just to give it. Because, again, there's no fat. There's right. zero yeah. fat in this. So just to give it a little bit of that. But that's I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to eat this whole bowl. Yeah, oh, no. it was, it's delicious. I, I make so it, why don't people eat squirrel? Because it's not doesn't come in a styrofoam package at the grocery store. I mean, that's ultimately. Because two months ago when we did that podcast and you were, t- you were telling me all this, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to try squirrel. This is really good. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and regionally, like if you go down south. Georgia, for example, you know, the first day of squirrel season, kids take off from school. You know, up here, they don't, upstate New York, they take off for like deer season. You know, that's more of a right. thing. But, you know, down up here, they just don't do a lot of squirrel hunting for whatever for whatever reason. I'm actually surprised how good that is. The yeah. rabbit was really good. A little on the dry side. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's a little dry. I'm not, I'm going to. I'm slamming the soup. It's really yeah, the good. The soup is awesome. And then the because last thing I've got there. everything else is so there, dry, right? 
Yeah. No, soup's not dry. You can't have dry no, soup. No, the soup is perfect. <laughs> I would actually bring this home to my family. I got some to go for you if you want. I got a bunch of it. I called him on that one. No, 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 no. You can't close that door now. <laughs> no, I, I was I was fast forwarding, wondering if my family would actually try it. I, I think, I no, think they would. I, absolutely. You can tell them it's turkey. <laughs> no, they already know. My wife's worried I'm going I'm to get food poisoning. <laughs> Don't come home with food poisoning. And then the last piece you got there is some venison that I harvested. It's a neck roast. So I use a sous vide. So for those that don't know what a sous vide is, it's, sure. a, it's a water bath. Yeah. So it's like kind of like a heater that warms up the water. You vacuum. You put, you, you, I dry rub the venison roast with it's spices. It's an immersion circulator. This Thank you, This is such Lori. a pet peeve of mine. Thank you. It's, <laughs> well, I, I didn't know sous-vide if anybody would know it. I was going to say an aquarium under vacuum. I was going to say an aquarium heater, being a fish guy, but you know mm-hmm. that's that's much better. Yeah, it's an immersion circulator. So everybody. you put the bag, you put the food in a bag, you vacuum pack it, you sort it, set it in the cooler with water, and I set it for one sixty five for twenty four hours. Okay. When it was done, I cut it out of the bag. I threw it on a really really hot grill just to char the edges. Right. And. It sh- as you saw, it sh- just falls right off the bone. Now, I've never had good venison. Uh, I know I've heard this on the podcast. That's kind of why I made no, venison. No, well, I, I I lived and worked in Western New York for a really long time, so you know they're all about their venison yeah, in, yeah. in that area because there's a lot of hunting. And it was always in chili. It was always uh, one of my friends. He would like hang it and do the beef jerky, or whatever. I didn't hate it, uh, but my my experience with people that make chili and jerky only. Just don't know how to cook it. Oh my god, that is good. That's that's venison. Yeah, and that's the neck, which is typically the toughest, chewiest piece you got going. And that, again, the, the sous vide cooks it and breaks why, it down. Why do you give us the neck? Because I, I want to impress you with a crappy cut of meat. Because oh, wow. <laughs> it's easy to impress you with a, a, a backstrap or right, you know, right. something like that. But, you know, to, to give you a neck rope, you know, because normally most people, that's what they're going to grind up for stew or chili or something else. That but. is really good. Was it? It's kind of like a roast beefy, right? Yeah, and it's, it's not, it's got paprika, some garlic, some salt and pepper, uh, some coriander, some mustard seed. And it's just a dry rub and, yeah. and then, you know, finish on the grill. But Well, this is, uh, you know, I was hoping for the ending where we'd all be disgusted and power booting, but uh, th- this is really good, man. No power booting in the brewery. <laughs> no booting at all in the brewery. We did that after my stories. <laughs> hey, Scott, you got one more story before we leave? I do not. <laughs> Know what we do? We all, uh, at family functions, you know, we'll have a few beers and we'll all just imitate my mom around the table one after another. <laughs> right? <laughs> we do not. Freddy! <laughs> that was the time. On that note. That was the time my brother tried to blow himself in the bathtub, but, you know. <laughs> the optimal word there was try. <laughs> no, he got it done. <laughs> He admitted he got it done, and he says. Dangled his in front of my face. And he says he's he wasn't gay because he wanted to get one, not give one, right? Yes. Story goes. Now I got to tell real fast. I've told it on the podcast, but my mom was always paranoid that we were dying in our house, so she was always checking on us. That's why we're all terrible sleepers. You'd wake up in the middle of the night, and your mom's face would be an inch from your yours because she was just want to see if you're still breathing. <laughs> That's the truth. See. <laughs> I love this. So Brett's taking a, uh, you know, a bath, and that was the only time he could get some privacy was to take a bath. So a lot of us like baths in my family because it goes back to only time you could get some peace and quiet is go in the bathroom and, and soak, right? Yes, unless someone had to get something out of the attic and they just <laughs> walked right through. <laughs> so my mom's banging on the door. Brett's not answering. She's assuming he, he's drowned in the bathtub. Breaks in to see my brother's legs pretty much behind his head. Runs out of the bathroom uh, after my dad screaming, Freddy, Brad's gay! <laughs> <laughs> and this was a time when maybe it wasn't as cool as it is today. Let's just put it that way. They didn't know any better, Chris. Relax. <laughs> and, um, and then Brett ran out naked and wet. Basically, and said, I'm not because I wanted, you know, to receive one, not give one. He got his, you know, he talked his way out of it. <laughs> and I'm here to say not that there's anything wrong with it, but he's not. So, there. 
because I think he needs me to say that, right? <laughs> All right. The beer is awesome. The squirrel soup's awesome. Even the rabbit. The venison is amazing. All right, uh, Chris, uh, Fish Guy Photos on Instagram. What do you, what do you got going on? Uh, nature Talks here at the brewery. Uh, if you want to come hear me speak, I'll be speaking March 12th. I'll be talking about my fishing trips to if Alaska. If you have not gotten enough of Chris talking already. Yeah, if you haven't heard me enough. But, uh, yeah, I'll be speaking about my fishing adventures to Alaska, catching halibut and rockfish. You know, I, I posted the halibut pictures on my Instagram to help you out. Yeah, that blew and up. certainly helped my Instagram out because that's a sick picture. People swear that's Photoshopped. Yeah, no, that was a 190-pound halibut, six feet long, and... Uh, I missed the 200-pound club by 10 pounds, so I got to go back in a couple of years here and see if I can uh, break that. Amazing. All right, so you're going to talk about your... Uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about my adventures going there, but every other Thursday, so we have one... I try not to eat on mic, but I'm still chewing the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. The rabbit can be a little chewy. These, and that was a big rabbit we caught, you know? No, it's very good for yeah. real. I'm yeah. just fucking around. Scott, you got any plugs? I do not. <laughs> Again, I do not. <laughs> and Matt and Lori from Mustache Brewery here in uh, Riverhead. I love this joint. Second time I'm, Thank I, you. I've, 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 I've been here. The beer is great. You, these guys are great. And uh, it's, a, it's an awesome room. So uh, how do you want to plug it? Yeah, I mean, we're here. Tasting rooms open Thursday through Monday. We have the hours on the website. I'm not going to do that now. And the website's uh, mustachebrewery.com? Uh, mustachebrewing.com. And it's M-O-U-S. Oh, you, well, you, you can spell it the other way, yeah, though, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, spell yeah. it either way, yeah. right? Well, sure. I mean, we have it set up so you, if you spell can, it the wrong way. Oh, it, it'll, uh, it'll go there. All right, nice. Yeah. Th this was awesome. Chris, thank you. Thank you to my brother, of course, and Matt and Lori here at uh, Mustache yeah, Brewery. Thanks for hanging out. I don't know if my brother's thanking me back, but that's okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Riverhead. Thank you, Opie. Boo 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 bo